Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So last week I did an unplanned episode that I called Friday Real Talk and I liked it. So I'm going to do it again. I'm going to share the raw, real stuff that I'm feeling after this week and a few themes that have come up for me. So here's what's on my mind today. Okay, first, Valentine's Day and the sheer ridiculousness of it for those of us with kids now. My four-year-old said to me on Wednesday, Mommy, I like Christmas better than Valentine's Day. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, kid, because Valentine's Day isn't Christmas. But every year, I feel like Valentine's Day and the Valentine's card exchange at school gets bigger and more elaborate. It's never just like the cards anymore with maybe a sticker or two. It's now a card and a toy and candy. My kids came home with so much stuff like Play-Doh and a full box of crayons and sunglasses and Lego minifigures and like small stuffed animals. Like seriously, if this is your jam, more power to you, but it's not mine. My friend who has a four-month-old baby literally baby, told me they got Valentine's sent home from the other babies. I'm like, really? Okay. The time and energy and money that goes into printing and cutting and writing and wrapping everything up in those little cellophane bags, I'd much rather do something else with that time. Just saying. That is honestly like if you can even get the Valentines, right? I know so many moms who were trying to find Valentines for their kids the weekend before and the stores were totally sold out except for like one box of Minecraft that their kid didn't even want. It's like, you now have to get on this right after Christmas or there's literally nothing left. I went to Target, of course, uh, a few weeks ago and picked up some Mario Valentines for my son's class that had the little like fun dip things on them, the candy that came with it. And I was like, I'm so on top of this. I'm not going to have to stress out about it. Like, this is great. Then, of course, last week, I get a letter from my son's teacher saying that they can't bring in candy. So here I am, like, starting from scratch all over again, right? Trying to find something that my kid likes that's appropriate and doesn't have candy three days before Valentine's Day isn't the easiest thing in the world. I'm just saying. And then there's like the money and the pressure that we feel as moms to do everything, quote unquote, right for our kids, right? We don't want them to be singled out. We don't want them to not participate or to feel like less than, right, the other kids. We want them to have what we would want when we were kids, just to fit in with everyone else, to fit in with all the other kids. So we spend silly amounts of money to make this happen, which again, if this is important to you, awesome. But I'm not sure if it's important to me. I'm in between, which is why I think this is such a trigger for me. I'm not confident yet in my stance on this. I love my kids like so much. And of course I want the best for them and I want them to have the best experience in school. Yet I also think that Valentine's Day is getting a little over the top and I don't need to spend $100 per kid to have them have a Valentine that 
you know, everybody's going to be talking about or all the other parents are going to be talking about, right? Like, what's the goal here? Is it for the kid to fit in or for us to fit in, right? So all these things swirl in my head, (laughs) which kind of brings me to the next thing that I want to talk about today, perfectionism. This has come up for me a few times this week. My son had a little incident happen at his after-school program this week, and he got a letter sent home that we all had to sign and return. And the whole thing was very innocent, but, and I get, right, I get it that they have to document it and they have to let the parents know. And my initial reaction to all of it was like, oh my God, my kid's getting in trouble. He's not perfect. It sounds so ridiculous when I say this out loud, but that's what goes through my head. I didn't, by the way, say this to him. I just said it to myself and then I told him I was frustrated by the whole situation. Logically, though, like, I know that I can't expect him to be perfect. He's his own little person trying to figure his little six-year-old self out and navigate the world. But yet, I realize that I still have these expectations of myself that I'm projecting onto him. It's way better for me than it was, especially when it comes to work and self-confidence. But when it comes to parenting, it's like, Every day is something new that I've never dealt with before, which is incredibly uncomfortable for me. So when I get uncomfortable, I tend to go back to the default ways of thinking. That was how I coped for so many years. But it's not doing me any good. And it's causing shame for myself, right? And potentially for him. Luckily, I caught myself before I said anything that could be potentially shaming to him, fully knowing that this is stuff every kid does and every kid learns in their own time around it, right? It's so different because this is how I experienced so much shame when I was a kid, the way I was treated by a grown-up when I did something that I probably shouldn't have or, or I wasn't perfect, right? So this is what crosses my mind. And the same goes for anything that you're trying to work on. We're all just doing our best, right? (laughs) Let's try to do it with a little less shame in the air. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to do things even when we know better. It's totally freaking okay to be human. That's my mojo as I'm going into the weekend. And one more thing that I just want to mention today. This week, I put out my 100th episode of the podcast I didn't make a big deal of it because honestly, I didn't even think about it and I didn't really have time to do anything for it, but I just want to acknowledge it for a minute. When I first started this podcast, I didn't think I would get to 10 episodes. I was so formal and I don't know, like stringent in my content and and what I plan to talk about. I felt like I had to have it all, again, perfect. It had to be something that everyone would listen to or it wasn't worth my time. It had to be something new or fresh or something that like people would get value out of, right? And the advice that I got at the time when I started the podcast was just start, be messy, do it scared. It's okay if you stutter. It's okay if you say the wrong word. And related to what I was just talking about, I really, really struggled to embrace that at first, which kind of paralyzed me. And I felt like I was very limited in what I could talk about. I wasn't sure people would actually listen to what I was putting out there. But once I started and I kind of got in a groove and I kept going, 
I realized that I really like doing this. And I like sharing more of the personal stuff, which comes really naturally to me. And it's cathartic. It's helpful for me, right? And since then, I've just started to embrace the mess a little more. I feel like now I always have something to talk about or somebody to talk to. And so much of everyday life is relevant. And I think finding someone or something you can relate to is what this is all about. It's how we build connection, which is all I'm trying to do here, right? So here I am, 100 episodes in, and super excited for the next 100 episodes. It's been so fun. So as we head into the weekend, I'm encouraging you guys to just be you. Be that raw, imperfect, messy you, and do what makes you feel good, not what society or cultural conditioning tells you to do. I'll talk to you next time.